0: Dark Satellite
1: to episode number 70 of red river podcast uh just a quick check-in basically um i don't know i figure this year you know there's no reason for us to kind of not do like an hour of this stuff um you know last last week i guess i talked to kevin egan from beyond he had that documentary he wanted to uh promote uh i like kevin
0: a lot uh the next he was he was good man
1: yeah, he's good, and he, right? dropped a, he
0: dropped a movie that I hadn't thought about in like a billion years. Had uh Silver Streak, okay. Yeah, he, <laughs> I was he's like, good. oh my god,
1: he's good like that, he's good like that. Um, yeah, and uh, Holbrook, represent, represent, <laughs> Word. Yeah, and uh, you know, I finally decided to pull the trigger on uh, Steve, the director of Miracle Mile. I guess I was just kind of nervous because like it's such a cool movie parker do you like you do you guys like strange brew i've never seen it. Love it i saw i saw it
2: a long time ago i don't even really i just remember like the two main characters i don't really remember if i loved it or hated it though
1: i'm gonna have to watch it again that and <laughs> then cherry 2000 yo that that i love okay that so love. He, he did that too yeah that's awesome um yeah, so you know, next week we'll we'll talk to him, but uh, I just wanted to kind of do like you know like listen, this show is is like we always say it's it's movies, music, pop culture. So um, I thought we should just get together and kind of talk about what we've been doing the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, seeing some old shit, some new shit. Um, so let's see. Uh, I watched two trailers recently of movies that are that are coming out that I really want to watch. So. Okay. I'm going to start with that, but um, is there anything like Langan, like any trailers that you saw recently that you want to watch?
0: Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't really seen a, a one that, uh, um, that Darby had posted on uh, the page with uh, age. Uh uh-huh. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, man, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank here, but trailer wise. No, I haven't. I haven't seen a lot. But.
2: Parker. Uh, just TV shit I'm kind of looking forward to Is like uh, The Sinner is coming back for a third season I always fucking dug that show
1: Well, they actually came um, back for a third season This would be the fourth season Oh, is it? Yeah Oh, shit I think I missed one then It was one after The Kid Which um, I didn't even get into Because, uh I, you know, it's one of those things where The first season was so good Yeah, that was amazing The second season was okay The Kid um, and, and the you know the, the second season really didn't make me feel like i needed to watch the third yeah it could be amazing but uh you know as you see we're we're like drowning and shit to watch so it's like uh you know only uh only the strong survive you know so yeah yeah
2: but it's like a lot of tv i mean like that like that that show you's coming back on uh which i dug i watched the first i think i think that's season three right for you almost yeah is okay. it is it
1: is that the internet creeper guy?
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. that was good uh, I mean, Cobra Kai, I mean, Christ We could just do a whole fucking
1: episode on that Because they signed up for yeah. fucking we'll, season we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next Yeah, perfect um, Alright, so me like, I, I saw recently two trailers uh, There's a movie that I've been meaning to watch uh, Made by the guys that I think they did like Spring and Endless And movies like that uh, It's called Synchronic Um And uh, it's I'm I'm just going to read it real quick. Uh, When when New Orleans paramedics and longtime best friends Steve and Dennis are called to a series of bizarre and gruesome accidents, they chalk it up to a mysterious new drug found at the scene. But after Dennis's oldest daughter disappears, Steve stumbles upon a terrifying truth about the supposed psychedelic that will challenge everything they know about reality and the flow of time itself. So from what I gather about this trailer, it's like uh, these kids are like doing this drug and it kind of like puts them in like a different dimension it's weird like they all end up in different places it may m- m- kind of reminds me of like a wax work or something oh that's
2: um, nice. that's cool
1: so yeah this this finally dropped i've been meaning to watch it i'm, I'm going to try to watch it tonight or tomorrow it's up on uh you know videos on demand and then the other one is psycho gorman so psycho Gorman. um so it's the guys from Astron Six. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them, but I know you are because they made the the Void. Um, oh, okay. There you they go. Did that movie, The Editor. They do a lot of really cool, like campy stuff, but like it's it's um it's purposely campy the way it is. And uh, th- this movie, you got to see the trailer because it's I c- I could never do it justice with my words. So it's 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 Psycho Goreman, and they, they they call it PG for short, which is definitely not. Yeah. And these kids, like, discover this, like, uh, ancient, like, evil alien lord, and they bring him back, and And uh, just as he's about to kill them, they realize that they're holding this, like, medallion, so they control this, like, murderous lunatic. Uh, and it's, if you watch the trailer, you're going to be like, this movie looks fucking ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
1: So, um, okay, yeah, so that's it on, on the trailers for me. Like, I know, uh, you know, the th- these are... These are coming up. Um, also, uh, so let's talk about Cobra Kai real quick because yeah. uh, what do you think of season three? Let's not obviously do spoilers, but Parker. You I think? mean, it was,
2: it was great. I mean, uh, I've been a fan obviously since the beginning. I mean, like I said, if you listen to like old episodes, like you were that there. Only, yeah, yeah, that was the only reason why I subscribed to YouTube Red was like, I saw this show was coming on and I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll pay $10. How bad can it be? And like, The one thing that I always say about that show, it's just like, you know, Karate Kid, it's such like a staple in like my childhood and like every episode, every season, I wait for them to drop the ball and it just never happens. It just keeps getting better. They keep bringing in older characters from all the movies. I mean, you still have like two or three movies. Technically, you could grab old characters from, which I fucking love. Are you talking
1: about Hilary Swank and uh, Will Will Smith?
2: I'm talking about everybody. I'm talking about you could get like the chick from like the friggin' the witch movie, Teen Witch in there from like part three. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Could, like, she was You could get like the dude that like went on to like General Hospital after part three. Like there's so many fucking people you could bring in. I love it.
1: Uh, I didn't know that they were, uh, you know, supplying General General Hospital. But, you know, let's do it, man. Let's do it. That
0: Netflix money, you know, <laughs>
1: um, uh, Langan, what, what, what did you think? I know you probably are more yeah. in the middle
0: it's uh no it's fantastic i love that show it's uh i i didn't have any expectations about it going in and was, was pleasantly surprised on how how good the writing is but some of the you know if i know some people complain about uh but it's a little cheesy but whatever yeah. i it that doesn't bother me it's totally fun maybe the the kids aren't the greatest actors there's a little bit I'm of pretty- that
1: somebody somebody described it as um power rangers with cursing i was like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i was that's like pretty that's brilliant. pretty brilliant that's pretty brilliant yeah shout out that's to anthony pretty... anthony from bayside said that on christian's
0: wall because yeah, there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot of uh they're not great actors but whatever they're young kids but it it, it, it does a good job of being appealing to like um people who have a nostalgic factor of those characters, but it's also got a young cast that you could probably watch with another younger generation. And it kind of straddles that line really well of keeping it fresh, but being nostalgic also. Yeah, because to me, the, the thing that works the most, like I could watch this
1: and think to myself like, okay, it's, it is super corny, but what makes it corny are the kids. Yeah, Like to me that the kid part of it is, is necessary just to rope in some other people but exactly. the stuff that works for me or the older guys. Cause I, that's what I'm attaching my feelings to. Like when I, to me, uh, Johnny is the best character, Johnny and, and, and Miguel, like their relationship, like, it seems super genuine. Yo, uh, Give awesome.
0: Zabka and Emmy like now. Yeah. Ah. Crushing it. And I'm yeah. so happy for him. Like me this whole too. second act that this guy's getting yeah. with, uh, Cause I mean he, I mean he was in so many of those movies, always playing the dick. You didn't hear about him for years. He comes out with the series and he's doing yeah. so well. But he's I really that
2: fucking, I think that Coors Banquet Scott just went like through the roof, yeah. man,
0: because of him. That
1: shit. He is. I every time I see him, like man, I'm telling you, Coors is killing it right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: And he's bringing back calling people pussies. He's That's it.
1: <laughs> which, which is you know, it, it's so. There's there. What I like about it is there's still something lovable about being like an alpha male. You know, like it embraces that because yeah. it, he still has a lot of heart and and he's not like, like you take alpha male him and then you take alpha male, you know, fucking uh, crease, You right. know, they're, they're two totally different things and and i i just like man in, in this season where he's like trying to work facebook or whatever oh and he God. turns to miguel he's like yeah he's like how long does a facebook message uh, message take to get there he's like she lives in colorado so i'm thinking a couple of days right <laughs>
0: he's like <laughs> he's so he, stupid but so good you didn't like every picture that, he's like yeah i like them all. i like the pic <laughs> there were good pictures there's a button there that you, <laughs> you, it's telling me to like it
1: <laughs> i think i think he is the only one you know, like, like, Macho is good. The, the, like, there's something about his character that he, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe it's like uh, Alex Winter in, in, in Bill and Ted 3. It's like, this is their, their time to shine again. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, he just, this is his role. And, and from what I understand, the series came from that, that mock up YouTube thing where LaRusso was the real bully. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did they, like, break that dude All Like, I don't know. Like, what's the relationship to that? Because it's funny. When you watch that video, the yeah. way they edited it, you're like, holy shit. You're like, he was the bully, you know? And then from there, this show was born, which I, I thought was brilliant. Um, and then the people our age that that want to shit on it, like, I get it. But it's like, those movies were corny. Like, part it's three. It's fun. Get, o- get over yourself. Like, Part stop. three. Part three, part three was the corniest like the bonsai tree breaking and like that fucking like it was just so so to me i'm thinking like the difference between the movies and the show is really not that much they they were very you know it's like kind of corny but yeah in our age like i i love it and and unfortunately um when it comes to binging shows like you watch it and it's like you know those 10 episodes go very quick and now uh, you're waiting another fucking 12 months for something you know
0: Yeah, a long time. Hopefully, hopefully not any longer because all production, I don't know what we're going to be looking at this year, you know, as as it rolls out because productions were, you know, put on the shelves. Yeah. Stuff that was in the world, you know what I mean? So. Um,
1: but Okay, let's do a little round robin here. So let's talk some movies, some music, some pop culture. Um, So we'll go with Langan first, like one of of those three things, which would you like to talk about first? Something you've seen recently that you want to, you know, talk about?
0: Yeah, I've been actually, I've been, um, I I signed up for uh, Apple TV and Showtime Trials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, banging out some stuff in there. I I wasn't really impressed with Apple TV, to be honest with you. I kind of used it and canceled it. Okay. But uh, I did watch that Ted Lasso show that I heard people uh, raving about. And it is a good, damn good show. Very funny, pretty wholesome, actually, in a way. But uh,
1: so you watched, yeah? Because that's like you know, certain people just love that show. Like Neil, who we had on a couple episodes ago, um, they really champion that episode.
0: I I was kind of like, all right, this is some fish out of water thing. This is going to be very predictable what we're doing here and this and that. But the performances, the writing, it, it's a good show. It's funny. It's funny. Kind right. of a lot in- of heart too.
1: Yes, we're going to start there. So then we're going to go back down to to Parker. Movie music or pop culture or anything? Um, I I guess
2: mini series it was. So I did that Heaven's Gate show on uh, HBO and that was just a fucking wild ride, man. I mean, I love watching these fucking like cult shows. I mean, I got sucked into that Scientology one with Leah Remini and then like I followed that shit like. Couple movies into that, so I mean, this thing was just a wild ride. I mean, I knew very little about the concept of this cult, and then watching it was only four episodes. Was before. that Koresh?
1: I don't remember. Uh, no. I oh, no, that was the other guy. The... yeah, it was the other that guy, was the the old thing, guy.
2: Yeah. yeah, yes, yes, the old guy. Um, but I was amazed how many uh hardcore bands, funny enough, sampled stuff from this guy's like instructional videos. It was
1: pretty, pretty hysterical. Okay, that's cool. So four episodes, man. And uh, you know, speaking of cults, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I you watch things like this, and uh, you know, you people who are of sane sane ma- mind, you think to yourself, how does it ever get this bad that you you would have some like how would you listen to certain people, you know? And uh, obviously, you know, politics the way it is, like I'm just thinking, oh yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like a cult, like you're completely wrapped up in it. And uh, yeah, that's wild. So uh, I still didn't see that, but I, I plan on seeing that. There's so there's a lot of good stuff on HBO Max. I didn't get it. Oh, yeah. Long. Oh, yeah. Um, so I actually just I watched the movie recently with uh, Karen called Greenland with uh, Gerard Butler. Oh, yes. I wanted to see that. Yo. Yo that's like i'm a sucker for like disaster movies and this me too me too this was kind of like a a comet that was like supposedly getting close to earth um and from it was like two hours and from beginning to end it was very intense um and you know given the the situation that we're all in now um obviously it's a little different but just the panic in everyone uh, the constantly watching the news and stuff like this and figuring out it, it really almost reminded me of Miracle Mile where it was just like a mm-hmm. disaster that was like coming and how everyone was just trying to figure out what the fuck to do um, but that was a really well done disaster movie and uh, sure I mean there's Hollywood parts of it um, where you know you're like oh that would never happen but very effective for two hours uh, my butthole was like very puckered, and and yeah. you know, so Langen, uh You know, movies, TV, whatever you want to talk about.
0: Um, I had I just uh, watched the Belushi doc that was on Showtime. I just watched that last night. Oh, wanted yeah, I've got to check that out. So, I thought that was good. This the the style of it with animation, um, right? There was some animation. Yeah, a lot of write his writings. Like that there was, was audio going That's on, and they would yeah. show the writings, and they were kind of good. They were hard for me to keep up with and follow. Like stylistically, was a little yeah. Off. But the whole bluesy story was uh, fascinating. I mean, what a, what a do
1: you do talent. you still have your uh, your Showtime trial or not?
0: I yeah, I'm still on that. I think I'm. I, I mean, that con- I'm blown away by the it's content. It's so have. good. And it I might actually. I think I'll probably keep that one in the rotation. Uh, I'm. I'm
1: more impressed by the Showtime content at the last couple of months than HBO. Yeah, um, there's a lot of good stuff on fucking Showtime, like
0: the documentaries, especially. I mean, yeah. I'm really a big fan of that, and I'm just like, I set up a whole bunch of stuff in my queue to watch on there, and I'm like, yeah, this is enough stuff that I'm gonna that I'm gonna yeah. keep.
1: I'm a big fan. Like, I'm um, if we were doing top five apps at the moment, yeah. It's up there. It might be number yeah. one. Um, well, that
0: was the problem with Apple TV. A lot of stuff would pop up like, oh, I want to see that. And I click it and it'd be like, watch with the Showtime add on. And then it happened again and again. And I'm like, "Well, oh, do I why? don't like.
1: I, yeah, I don't like I don't like that. I don't, like that I don't yeah. need
0: you guys to facilitate me to go to Showtime."
1: No. Yeah, um, we I think we ended up with Apple TV for shit. I don't remember. Might have been like uh, I don't remember why Karen got it. But Parker, give me something.
2: Uh, that crack documentary on Netflix. I just watched that yesterday, the crack cocaine '80s one. Yeah, and that was fucking wild, man. I mean, holy shit. I mean, just seeing what these fucking people went through. I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker, obviously, for crack. You know, the pot, the, po- the po- Yeah, for yeah, for the positive part <laughs> of it. You know, me, I love crack. Which is, I'm you a know, sucker like, for heartache. Yeah, shit that we were talking about, but like also like this, just like the fucking footage of like. Just you know, interviewing these these mothers, literally, like, selling their fucking kids for, like, a hit of fucking crack. Like, every minute I was watching this thing, I was waiting for fucking Nino Brown to, like, poke his head out from, like, fucking New Jack City. You know?
1: Am I my <laughs> brother's <laughs> keeper? Yeah.
2: You know, but I, I loved it. It was – the hour and a half fucking flew by. It was awesome.
1: Yeah. That, that whole story is pretty fucked up, you know, like, once you start getting into, like, the, the Contras and, and all that other stuff that they were funding – and uh, you could see how, you know, it's, a, it's, it was like an epidemic that you push into these like neighborhoods and those neighborhoods were fucking decimated completely. And they were just, you know, kept in, uh, yeah, it was just, it was pretty fucked up. I remember, yeah. I remember, um, you know, I, I probably mentioned this story once or twice growing up in Queens, my grandmother had like a, you know, she lives in on the third floor and on the other side of like the, the hallway where, where the apartments were, there lived this lady and I would always see her in, in the the, um, the stair hall, The you know, w- there was like elevator and stairs and I anytime I would take the stairs, sometimes she would be there, but I didn't know what her deal was, but I guess she was smoking crack because when I saw her, she looked like the living dead and I was like nine or 10 and she was the reason I would never want to take the stairs because I, I didn't know, like she legit looked like a zombie, uh, and it just always stayed with me. And like years later, I think she got cleaned, but it just, um, it was just so fucked up, man. Because I guess it was the '80s, and she was really hooked on it, and what what it did to her, like just everything and soul, was fucking crazy. So I'm glad she, uh, you know, hopefully she she gets some uh, some memories watching it on uh, Netflix. Yeah. You know, hopefully she's <laughs> hopefully she's alive to watch the documentary. Yeah
0: those are the days <laughs>
1: yeah shout, <laughs> shout out to her wherever she's at so uh for me uh i'm going to talk about uh you know jerry smith is a complete lunatic <laughs> you know and every now and then uh he has no rhyme or reason um he'll like something and i'll watch it and i'll be like hey he's, he's a lunatic so shout out to Jerry <laughs> Smith. so he he was barking about this movie swerve um and i'm thinking like okay put it on it's it's a very like um it kind of reminded me of like something like a red white and blue you know like where it's like just really or swallow like just devastating to watch this person um and uh, she is just um uh, yeah this 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 woman's like descent into just completely mental illness you know uh her marriage is all fucked up her fucking kids are like she's just having a hard time at life and uh if that this is i believe this might still also be up on uh showtime as well and uh it's just if you want something very 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 depressing (laughs) (laughs) you know if you want something like if you're having a great week and you want to just remember what it's like not feel happy uh watch swerve it's just very devastating
0: i don't know if we need any more of that (laughs) Lang, Uh, give me something um music why we haven't talked about music really Uh, not been a amazing start so far in the first couple of weeks haven't but you know that's the.
1: yeah it's nature no one no one's gonna blow their wad in january
0: No, but um, there's a couple of things. Uh, Frontline Assembly. I don't know if you know them. Industrial band from back in the 80s. I did. I was a big fan. They put out a new album uh, last week. I don't know if I'm just continuing this trend. I'm listening to a lot less metal. and uh, A lot of electronic stuff is making sense to me. Maybe it's some kind of dystopian sound about how we're headed as a society, and it's kind of just sounds good to me yeah. right now. <laughs> your your parents are finally happy that they yeah. you finally, you finally like, grew out this, of it. it's the soundtrack to like society falling apart. It just sounds good, you know. You finally, but, grew, yeah. You finally their, grew. Their out time of it. is here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what it is, but um, it's it's that's more than the metal's coming out and stuff like that. But I really, if it's something interesting they're doing, I'm intrigued in it and stuff. But I'm not interested in hearing like rehash like, owner. Okay. And, you know. But uh, anyway, frontline assembly, mechanical soul, good album. If you're a fan. Cool. You drop, drop it back down. Uh, Parker, give me something.
1: Uh, I watched this documentary called Wonderlust on Tubi, actually, okay. and uh, the
2: fucking best way that I could s- describe this thing, it's ca- almost like the-, the hills have eyes with like a neighborhood. So it's all these people living on like. I think it was a, an abandoned military base and it's just people that just want to live off the grid. So it's like X, you know, heroin users, X, you know, Vietnam vets that got the fucking Agent Orange shit. Um, just really fucking wild how these people just like build a society around just not even like having to like deal with money or anything, you know, just... You know, it's just like they film like this one scene. And it's just like they wake up and like play cards like one day, just like, you know, they have the whole world in the palm of their hands. They don't have to worry about fucking bills or car payments or rents. But it, it was really wild. I mean, Tubi has it. I don't know if it's where if it's anywhere else, but that was a good one.
1: Yeah, Tubi. I mean, you know, people should get Tubi regardless because it's a free app. If you have a, a smart TV or whatever, even in your phone, if you want to like Chromecast it to your TV. Uh, Tubi TV is just fantastic. Tubi and Pluto have a a lot of cool things that you won't randomly, uh, I mean, you could probably get, but it's just, it's things that that you forget about. Things like
0: Netflix and stuff like that. Like, you're not going to find some old film you're looking for. Like, there's no chance. They're going to have, like, if they break out an old film, it's like a blockbuster from back in the day.
1: Yeah, it's like Mr. Mom.
0: Right, if you're looking for that obscure little thing, there's always a shot that, like, I always check. To be, you know what I mean because you never know they, they, they might have it you never know
1: Um, so here's a show that I just finished which I love Wayne up on Amazon Prime um, have you guys heard of it watched the trailer or anything I've
0: seen people post about it I haven't yet to watch it, yet. Man, yeah,
1: it it's really it reminds me of um, at the end of the fucking world where <laughs> it's like these two really offbeat characters uh, but it, I guess it's got more personality than that show um, okay. So it's just these two really broken people meet each other, they're young kids. Um, and uh, you know, they, they both have, you know, family issues and and they decide to take this um, trip down to Florida to go, you know, to take this car that, you know, Wayne's dad left them. And just, I mean, every, everything along the way, you know, just uh, is from a, a cop looking for him to her family looking for Like, it's just, really really entertaining uh 10 episodes about 30 minutes a piece and uh super funny every character is just more outrageous than the next super recommendation absolutely loved it so uh langan
0: i just watched the uh go-go's doc love it. that was real that was a lot of fun you know because i never i always heard that you know that they were a punk band Per yeah. se, but that's not what I knew of them. Obviously, you know, I knew them when they broke all their hits. But it, it was interesting in showing those roots on how they came up because yeah. I didn't know much about that era of them before they became. You know. um, and I was, I always crush on Jane weedland for life. So
1: yeah, that that was a really good documentary. And and later, I I think they even uh, talked about the, the the new song. Maybe at the end, maybe they put it out. But uh, they released a new song last year, and I thought it was a great song. It might have. Hear the yeah, it might have come from that doc if if I remember correct. So. Oh, it was um, in that there. Parker, give me some.
2: Uh, this is kind of music doc. Well, not really doc, but uh, Igor Cavalera of Sepultura actually started his new YouTube page, and it's called Beneath the Drums. And what he's doing is he's choosing. A Sepultura song per episode and kind of walking you through it like slowly and then he shows you how to do fills and stuff like that so I guess it's more like musical instructions he's only got one up there right now but he started with Territory which you know I mean Jesus Christ that's got one of the fucking best opening drum beats of all time I mean until I physically saw him play it on this thing I still had no clue what he was doing and that fucking song's like 20 years
1: old can you can you watch something like that and, and learn it?
2: uh i could i could probably learn something better from watching it than listening yeah 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 definitely
1: that's cool yeah i love i mean you know now that you have all the time in the world you know it's fun to see a lot of people you know they'll if it's if it's a shredder he'll teach you how to do it or you know it's cool that igor's doing that yeah um i started watching the Stand.
2: Oh fuck yeah! I want to see that too. you guys yeah.
1: remember the '94 one? Because I barely oh, yeah.
2: remember it. Yeah, I own. I own it. I've seen it a fucking ton of times. Yeah.
1: Was it like it was, So it was a. It was like a four episodes how many i don't even remember
2: no I, th- I think it was five i think it. i think cbs showed it which is funny because cbs is showing this one now and i think actually every night it was on so i think it was a monday through friday miniseries, mini-series. and it was like an hour or two hours however long because i mean the the dvd that i have is two discs so it's definitely long
1: wow okay yeah well i'm i'm enjoying it um i think there's five episodes in uh, just, you know, another thing that we added, we, we got the uh, CBS all access. Uh, there seems to be some cool stuff on it. And, you know, the, 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 the selling point on a lot of these apps are always the same. When you think of like six bucks, I'm like, oh, I can do six bucks for the month, you know? And we have like, we have so many between Karen and I, we have like, cause it's always the same thing. I'm like, Oh, all right. Five bucks. Like whatever. Yeah. So, uh, That's up yeah I, it does but in a way i'm like you know whatever it's like sick yeah it's like it's barely like a cup of coffee and i'll, I'll watch the rest of the stand and uh, so far it's great um I, I don't remember how the first one went but th- this is kind of like telling like a it's one of those stories it's like be, you know it's like a dual dual angle so it's like uh before and after type shit so it like always switches up which is cool like if you could follow it so uh I, i'm enjoying the stand and uh I'm in. There's also something else on 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 that that I want to watch called Coyote, with uh I think Michael Chiklis. So, you know, we'll we'll keep it for a little bit longer. And then then the fucking uh, what is that the the Twilight Zone shit? Yeah. So.
0: What the Twilight. new one?
1: Yeah, the new one. So like. And I
0: hated that. I couldn't get past a couple episodes. Did not like it. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm easy to please though. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was groaningly woke. <laughs>
1: It's oh just, yeah yeah i didn't really get that angle
0: like crowbarred like, really? like come on, yeah i don't know but the easter i expect better um <laughs> all right so langan anything else um i heard this uh hip-hop album last week that surprised me because it's uh by nick caution oh yeah yeah pro anywhere anywhere but here i guess think she's from the pro hour crew there yeah. Yeah, um, it's got Joey Badass on it, Denzel Curry on some cameos, but it came uh, out this year. Yeah, like last week or the week before, and um, it's got some like production, a really tribe called Questy, like Boom Bap. Yeah, those guys, those kids are, are all about it. Yeah, and it's got like a lot of like some R and B ish hooks that are kind of throwback to like that '90s sound that would do it. Because no, sometimes singing on the hook, I'm not always a fan yeah like my shit goonie but this worked for me i don't know it just hit the right spot it was i was pretty impressed with it i didn't know anything about this kid
1: i'm gonna have to look it up because he he was one of those members from pro era that i didn't really like too much yeah um because his maybe i just didn't like his production picking um but i mean if you're telling me what you're telling me then I, i might have to check it out so
0: yeah, I didn't, never world. heard him before in my life. This was my first exposure, and I it mm-hmm. caught my. I thought I wasn't gonna like it. I'm like, yeah, let me click play. Uh,
1: the one I, white guy in pro era, so unity. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> You know how I roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I think it came. It came up in my, um, you know, my weekly Spotify. Uh, yeah,
1: we'll, we'll we'll touch on that in a minute. We're just gonna go through a couple more things because I wanted to dive into that before we we finish. Um, so, Parker, anything else? Uh, the only other thing was really that David Arquette thing that I posted about in the group. Yeah, yeah. Just him
2: trying to relive his uh, his days as a wrestler. I mean, really quick, what it's about, fucking like 20 years ago, actually 21 years ago, back in 2000, he had this movie coming out, this horrible movie called Ready to Rumble, and it was him and fucking Scott Kahn. You're James right. Yeah. yeah, James Kahn's kid. And uh, to sync up with that, just to kind of like make publicity for the movie – uh, WCW, which was, like, the the thing that always feuded with WWF at the time, they let him win the championship, like, for real, like, the fucking guy was, like, the world champion, so they go <laughs> back to pretty, they go back to, like, pretty much how this guy, like, never recovered from, like, being, like, a, ret- like, the world champion, like, he's still trying to, like, chase his dreams, and, like, they talk about how when he got into, like, the screen movies, like, I, th- I thought that those did pretty well for him, but he said how those kind of, like, destroyed his career, how, like, nobody wants to, like, give him, like, roles anymore, like, he still goes on casting calls and doesn't get the jobs,
0: but, I mean, it's cool. Just saying the- Scream ruined his career? That's yeah, what he I, said. I was gonna let Parker yeah. finish. <laughs> I, was that, that's, let that's Parker, I was gonna yeah, let I was gonna let Parker finish.
2: Yeah, that's play. what he's saying in the movies, and then uh, oh. the cool thing is, it, it's dual angles, so it's, like, they interview a bunch of wrestlers as far as his wrestling career and then they interview a bunch of actors and like as you know like patricia arquette is his sister so they interview her they get rosanna arquette they interview courtney cox it's like all over the place
1: yeah um you know when you make a movie obviously you need some sort of uh, angle and some sort of like you know uh you know some drama and yeah for <laughs> <laughs> to say that they. Were, i'm thinking like what else has he done besides oh, seriously, right <laughs>
0: i thought those were the best things that could have possibly like that would have been highlighted yeah the
1: i i heard <laughs> i heard nothing but good things about the documentary so um yeah. if, i know it's up on hulu yep. so that that would be you know I, I would probably watch that um but yeah cool um so let's see i'm gonna throw one more in here which is uh So the movie, you guys, you got nothing left, right? Parker Langan? No, nothing about it. No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to do the trade. The trade is, is on Showtime. It's a four part docu-series. It's the second season. Um, Super involved stuff like, you know, from like human trafficking, you know, like on all angles. So there's like um, human trafficking, there's like narcotics, there's like gang members, uh, just this story of like of migrants and all this. Stuff. It's super heavy. Totally recommend it. Uh, Your Honor has been great. That's another thing on Showtime. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys know the story, but you know, Brian Cranston has a son, his son accidentally kills someone and you know, his dad's a judge and covers it up because he thinks that it's just, you know, that's where it's going to end uh you know this is all within the first 10 15 minutes of the first episode and from there it's like a lie that just fucking grows wings and it's just (laughs) genie out of the bottle type thing um and uh there's a movie on showtime wow a lot of showtime called hot summer nights oh yes great movie that was good when did you want i had no idea that, that's an A twenty four, isn't it? Yeah, it was like yeah, I saw that, that a while ago. Actually, list? when
2: we did that call in that A twenty four episode where I rambled on for like an hour, that was on there.
1: <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, that was in there. Yeah, that it's was good. So good, I couldn't believe how good it was. Yeah. Like it just it it might have been one of the best A twenty four movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, just I don't know. Very, like the soundtrack was great. Um, and uh, another thing I wanted to mention, the last thing is a movie called Scare Me which was um, Aya Cash. And this dude, Josh Rubin wrote and directed it. And uh, it, so it's, it's kind of like a horror movie. And uh, these, you know, it's uh, Josh's character and Aya's character are in uh, somewhere, you know, in, in, in like the cabins they are not together, but the electricity goes out and they're stuck and they start, you know, kind of like hanging out and talking. And uh, she is just, you know, they're both writers and they start telling each other scary stories to scare the shit out of them and that's the whole movie is them trying to scare each other with like the scariest stories and you would think how is this even a movie and it was fucking great. Is that on Shutter? It's on Shutter.
0: It is okay I did see that uh pop-up mic. My... Yeah
1: it's it's super unique and just like uh like something I've never seen before so um uh, cool man Uh a couple of things that we want to mention since we talked about Cobra Kai did you guys watch the document uh the trailer for more than uh Miyagi no I didn't watch that yet now do you know what it's about? It's, it's
0: out or it's no, it just comes a trailer. out it
1: comes out February 5th so it's just oh, okay a documentary on Pat Morita because if there's one thing about Cobra Kai that's a bummer is that he's not around to see it yeah you know um so this is just you know i mean it, it, it's self-explanatory more than miyagi it just talks about his career and all this other stuff so um timely for sure um so look out for that february 5th and uh anyone watch the willies wonderland the new nick cage trailer
0: i uh, saw the trailer yeah with that darby that's what i mentioned in the beginning yeah okay I did.
1: yeah it yeah. was so I this
0: remember the name yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, this dude is, I mean, <laughs> I, I would love to see Nick Cage's schedule because it's probably packed.
0: Yeah. He's got a lot of taxes to pay back, man. <laughs> I think that, that's yeah. when his productivity got insane when he got in all that tax trouble.
1: Yeah. Well, because you, you look going to
0: work. <laughs> you look, you look the budget for the movie, it's five million
1: dollars. So, like, yeah. I mean, how much of that could possibly be his? Yeah. work. Man. Like, if you if you if you do a movie even if you do a movie once a month, which it seems like he does way more than that. (laughs) But if you do a movie once a month and you get like a mill or two, it's like, all right. Yeah. Like I work 12 times a year and I fucking, you know, it's
0: the new Michael Caine, Michael Caine, taking gigs, taking gigs. There's
1: a few of those dudes, man. Fucking uh, (laughs) Ving Rhames started like when it went, like I would, I would go to like Redbox back when that was a thing for like a minute. And, uh, there was like thirty like Ving Rain movies that you've never heard of, you know.
0: They're like Roger Corman the actors. Yeah. I'm not, let's
1: go. It, What's and next? you know, <laughs> yeah, and that's it. It's like if that's your job and you get called for yeah. it, and you're like, you know, it's like if somebody asks me to do something, it's like, yeah, uh, this job pays like five hundred grand. We need you in Vancouver for two weeks. What are you gonna do? Say no? Fuck yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. One there day
0: you- the phone's gonna stop ringing. So let's while it's still ringing, answer it.
1: Are you going to read the script? Probably not. You're just going to keep going.
0: Send it to me. I'll read it on the way.
1: (laughs) um, Okay. In closing, uh, you know, we we do like to snort lines of nostalgia on the show. Um, So I wanted to basically pick an album and a movie, uh, you know, that's celebrating an anniversary in 2021. So 1991, 2001, and 2011. So for example, I'll, an I'll, album
0: and a movie yeah. i thought it was just movie shit nah yeah <laughs>
1: great i mean you'll you'll be fine so i'll, I'll yeah. kick it off and then I'll, I'll go to parker and then you could do it later. okay so 1991 for me um the movie that i picked celebrating 30 years this year is a random ass movie called highway to hell oh okay with chad lowe and christy swanson and patrick bergen <laughs> have you guys ever seen this movie it, the I title the sounds fucking, familiar. Yeah, I have the,
2: the box like cover in my head right now, but that's the best that I could do. I never pulled the trigger and watched it.
1: Yeah, it's it's a really weird movie, and uh, this couple ends up in hell. <laughs> and uh, they're trying to get out of it, but then, you know, uh, this cop kidnaps Christy Swanson, and Chad Lowe, Rob Lowe's brother, has to find her with the help of Patrick Bergen. Uh, it, this is actually up on Tubi right now. Uh, it's really... Oh, okay really cool, really campy uh, one of those you know random movies that you just watch and never forget. that for me. Uh, a record celebrating 30 years in 1991 um, is uh, Trump Lemon by the Pixies. I remember listening to this album for the first time, and this might have actually been the real first, like the first Pixies album that I heard in its entirety. Everything else was like a video or a single. Uh, and when I heard the title track to this, it was just such a man. They're such a weird and cool band, you know. They have the the wildest melodies and guitars, and they're like no other band that I've ever heard since, really. So, um, trump Moan" by the Pixies for me. So th- those are my two picks to spotlight. You know, celebrating 30 years from 1991. Uh, Parker, give me a movie and a and an album from 1991. But- Man, so I looked at the movies and there were some fucking, there were some winners that year.
2: There's some heat. Like, so, (laughs) so I'll, I'll follow your lead and I'll, I'll, I'll scale it down to three. I won't get into all of them, but definitely more under the radar than anything else. So you got career opportunities, which was the movie that just like put the nail in the coffin for me with like Jennifer Connelly, just like Mike. Yeah, like, what a fucking, my God, like, so fucking hot. Plus, that was the first time, I think, that I ever heard what Target was. And I was like, what the fuck is Target? Like, what is this store that they're fucking breaking into or whatever? I just bought a then gift you got, card. Yeah, then you got Toy Soldiers, which that movie gets shit on. But, like, whatever. That fucking movie is, like, amazing with fucking Sean Astin. That movie's you so know? good. Pots and pans. Yeah. You got my boy from fucking Pots <laughs> and Pants. You got my boy from fucking Wishmaster as the yep. fucking head fucking terrorist. And then number three, my fucking favorite Van Damme movie. If you can't have fucking one Van Damme, have two and call it Double Impact. I mean, That's come right. on.
0: You, you know? wear uh, thunderwear. underwear.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that movie is just fucking great. Um, and then album-wise, I mean, let's, let's be honest. Metallica Black album. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you going to say? Like, a lot of people hate it. A lot of people love it. That's the fucking album that not only got me into drumming, but solidified me into, like, getting into like being like a musician
1: it, it aged well i listened to it in its entirety like uh maybe like a couple of months ago and man I, I still love like sad but true wherever i may roam uh of wolf and man there's some really like through the never Yep, i still like it you know like there, yep. a lot, a lot <laughs> Langan's right. still langen's still angry he's shaking his head over there i can see him already
0: <laughs> listen well i totally get it's all we've said this a million times. Like I'm a little older than you guys, so I just that change to me was so abrupt. Like <laughs> it was like, wait a minute, this business, what are they doing? We're never making a video. Now all of a sudden we release like five singles. Yeah. It was just different. And I didn't heard enter salmon and I just was like, Jesus, this is really different. You know what I mean? And it just wasn't. Now as of you know, I'm older now. There's some really great songs on there. It's well produced, like crazy. I get it, and they took the next logical step to make their band the biggest thing on the planet. But
1: Listen, heavy thoughts tonight, and they aren't. They aren't of Snow White.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was just a shock to hear, and like <laughs> it just, you know. But like I said, you know, it, it, if if I was a little younger, it might have been different. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's do your ninety ones.
0: Uh, people under the stairs. Yeah, nice. that, that film. It was. Uh, it was a fun movie. I loved the set. I loved the setup of the house. The way the whole, you know, the inner sanctum of it. Uh, and the whole, you know, the subtext of, of you know, they were obviously like, you know, a Ronald Reagan, Nancy Reagan yeah. villain. Yep. Mirror you know, that, and you know, and and in fact franchise. Enfranchised society that's you know, the people under the stairs. There's a whole thing going on that Craven did there, but oh, besides that, though, it's just a fun movie, a fun horror movie, and it kind of gets swept under the rug a little bit.
1: It does, yeah, yeah. But I remember like watching it as a kid, and it, it's yeah for the people that, that were the right age for that movie, it really hit nicely so and shout out to yeah. the reagan's for there's a, a showtime docu watching
0: that tonight with my son he's interested in like presidential histories so.
1: yeah this this one doesn't look too good for him but
0: <laughs> that's all right i've told him what yeah, them we're proud.
1: yeah re- reality reality sure but uh,
0: okay. give me an album um i would go with uh smashing pumpkins gish yes yeah cool uh when they got on my radar they were just you know i was full-on metal in high school like going into that time, to that time period, I was starting to expand what I was listening to, and here's a band that kind of like had some heavy shit, but would come with a different lyric and feel to them. Very like you know,
1: the- very that record, super psychedelic for sure. Yes, and it, it
0: styles a lot of camps, you know what I mean? And it's a little something for everybody, and it really blew my mind and opened up, you know, my ears really. All right. So where am I? So, all right.
1: So now we're going to go to 2001. Um, These are movies and albums that are celebrating 20 years, which is crazy to think. Um, So I was looking up some movies and I I went with the Royal Tenenbaums and, just because it's, uh-huh. it's fantastic. And I don't remember it coming out in 2001 because it says it came out in two, uh, December 2001, which is only like two months after like 9-11. And I don't yeah. remember going to the theater and like, I don't know, maybe we did, but it just- It was
0: around, like, I feel like around the end of the year because they there was, there's a, a part in that film which uses a part from Charlie Brown uh, Christmas soundtrack. I remember seeing it around that time period and then it was like towards the end that year. So it was a couple of months after that was the thing.
1: Crazy. Yeah, cuz I mean, you know, it's such a it was such a weird time for sure at that time, even like a couple of months later. So maybe maybe that's why the movie hit so well. Um really I mean, what a great cast. Just really yeah. fun movie, great soundtrack. Um so and the look,
0: the look of his films, man, it's just the the color and detail of the sets and their outfits that it just it's amazing. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, And a record celebrating 20 years, 2001, I went with uh, The Cold Vein by Cannibal Ox. So before there was Run the Jewels, before there was solo LP, um, you know, he was an amazing producer. And uh, 2001's The Cold Vein was just really LP. That was probably like the best production he ever did for anyone that wasn't for himself um really cool stuff on there uh just it's it's hard to explain why something sounds futuristic but if you listen to that record especially in 2001 the production of the music felt like you know you were like listening to an audio version of like Blade Runner you know uh so shout out to that record uh so Parker give me an album and a movie from 2001.
2: So movie I did uh Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back which uh next to more that's my favorite one out of all of them and the master uh, yeah just like <laughs> i mean the cast talk about an all-star cast and i mean that fucking blooper reel at the end
1: so good can go,
2: it can go up like against cannibal run no question like,
1: <laughs> like laughing yeah. my fucking
2: ass off watching that
1: that is that that you know cannibal run blooper reel like that's yeah that's, that's some serious there.
2: shit Yeah. So and then uh, and then album, um, I actually had to pick two because both of these albums just like changed pretty much hardcore permanently. So the first one is Converge Jane Doe, which like just like completely changed like the heavier side. And then the other album, which I was actually lucky enough to kind of like tour with this band when this first came out was Thursday Full Collapse.
0: And that did the same
2: thing. Like I got to go on tour with these guys for three weeks, like probably about two months after this album came out and it was fucking crazy, man. Like I literally got to see this band like getting bigger, like show after show in that three week time. It was fucking awesome.
1: That album is, man, I remember that time too. And like everyone had that album. Oh, yeah. Those songs, understanding in a car crash, like just everything on that record, like when they would play it was just fucking massive. That was like, you know, we talk about uh, the local um, influence of things like uh, River Runs Red or like Urban Discipline. Um, You know, Thursday's uh, album, Full Collapse, was definitely one of those that like everyone from Long Island for sure was rocking that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Except Langan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, give me
1: give me an album and a movie from
0: 2001. Um I'll go with Ghost World. Oh, uh oh, yeah. good one. one of my favorite films of all time. Uh Scarlett Johansson, Steve Buscemi, Thora Birch. Um very dark comedy uh about human relationships and uh, Buscemi absolutely crushes it. it- Everybody does, but and Doug, the guy at the Seven Eleven, yeah, with the mullet. You guys
1: also invented butt sex, <laughs> that
0: dude's a legend, but uh, just a very smart, funny, well written movie about outcasts and
1: uh, mean spirited though, the way everything yeah. started,
0: yes, yeah, and then it you know gradually changes in uh, in theme and goes to it, you know, place I didn't think it would go to, but uh, and I know. Know. One of my favorites.
1: And, and here, I w- it went from um, American Beauty to that. You know, I, I figured Thora Birch was going to have the big career. Yeah. You know, and Scar- Scarlett Johansson was like, whatever. And like, it just went the flip side. And and I, I came to that conclusion last year when I was watching Thora Birch on The Walking Dead playing a zombie. <laughs> I'm playing like one of those whisper people I'm thinking like man I'm like you don't even have your real face on this show (laughs) well
0: her her mom was a porno actor I think so there's always that it could be worse oh really I think so I think she got her mom was an adult so she can always fall back on that there you go
2: well she dated Fred Durst too didn't she for like a minute
0: ah it just gets worse and worse this story I'm feeling
1: (laughs) horrible (laughs) no wonder no wonder at Um, least she's
0: already hit Rock bottom. Somebody,
1: <laughs> somebody brought up the other day. It was so funny. They're like, "Who did worse? Who did more damage for the red hat, Fred Durst or Trump?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! I'm just like, I don't know. Uh, at that point, great. every anytime you see a red hat, you're just like, I don't know about this.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: um
0: You always got to do a double take now. Always
1: got to do a double take to make sure.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, it's just some football team. All right, you always look at make,
1: it. Make, make uh, R-rated. Make our R-rated again. Okay yeah fucking somewhere down here i don't know where um all right so now we're the last you know uh, a a movie and an album celebrating 10 years so 2011 not too long ago um i picked the relevant movie called contagion (laughs) because it's uh, i don't know if you guys this one did you see this
0: i have not seen it but i know of it
1: i think it's it might still be up on hbo max and uh it's it's pretty intense like when you first watch it it's just kind of like um you know the protocol that we're going through now and it's just uh you know like a disease and kind of like everyone figuring out what it is and the quarantines and all this other shit um, so it's you know pretty weird we, you know karen and i watched it like when everything first started kicking off and you we were like wow you know but i mean that's just protocol it just seems like relevant but it's like you know it's like this when shit locks down this is what you're supposed to do um but yeah that was a dark movie and i picked yuck the yuck self-titled record uh um 10 years you old, told me
0: about them and i was so happy you did this uh
1: was like dinosaur Jr. like it was like, so good yeah totally like just a really good record i know when we did the um favorite albums of the of of uh, the last 10 years or the decade that made uh my list so yuck self-titled uh lang uh, parker movie uh so a movie that i
2: didn't see that year that it came out but actually a movie that both of you guys suggested to me that i finally saw called the raid came out that year i was uh, gonna yeah. pick that but
1: i knew once you once you mentioned that i was like i know he's gonna go with that
2: yeah yeah um i did have a couple other things on there i had like you know like um limitless was on there and like cabin in the woods and stuff like that but like compared to like the raid like can does can't even stand close like i was uh you know it's funny like uh ricky Menez's podcast just had danny lamelli on and they talk about the raid and just like i'm just listening to it and i'm just like listening to this interview and i was just like i want to stop listening to this and watch this fucking movie right now just because it fucking amps you up so hard
1: that's that's you know, you know that's what a, a good podcast will do yeah it'll make and then fun, uh, make and fun. then
2: album wise same thing uh this was a, actually a soundtrack of a movie, which the type of music I wasn't really into the time, but now I love it. And that synth wave and that was the drive soundtrack came out that year.
1: Yeah, that was good. That was re- very good. I still yeah. listen to the, you know, there was a song, uh, the band was called college and like the reoccurring song in that movie was from them and the song yeah. uh, real human being or something like that.
0: Very cool
1: stuff. Cool. Yeah. So Langan, give me uh two from 2011.
0: Let's see there was a couple of films on here you already mentioned the raid, the greatest action movie of all time, but, um, <laughs> I will throw out take shelter, which was a little criminally unseen film. Michael, uh, Shannon. Michael Shannon. Yeah. By the guy, basically a doomsday kind of scenario. One guy's trying to protect against it. Everybody in the town thinks he's insane, but who's really right at the end. I will say no more. Um, I thought that was very good and uh, we need to talk about Kevin. I thought uh, about showing, you know.
1: I never saw that, well, is it good?
0: Yeah, it's a real psychological kind of drama of this mother and this child who has got some bad social sociopath tendencies and you see the development of, you know, where this person could go parents realizing like you know there's something off with our um, uh it's good it's a good psychological drama until the swim great always great
1: uh give me an album from 2011
0: and uh albums of that year i will go with um opeth heritage um opeth was primarily you know a progressive death metal kind of band at that time that's the first album that were Where Michael was going to just sing Not growl as much They were going to go more into a 70s prog rock sound And uh, they got a lot of hate Because of it But I love the progression And uh, they're such a talented band
1: Well, fantastic Uh, So, yeah, man We talked a a lot of new stuff A lot of current stuff And, uh, you know, shining a little light On some 30s some 20s and some 10s Um, You know I think we should do one of these, you know, once a month, um, as long as we don't, you know, uh, have other guests booked or whatever. Yeah. But uh, that's it, man. So until next time, uh, you know, we're gonna talk to Steve DeJarnette from uh, Miracle Mile and all that other shit next week. And uh, cool, man. I'm gonna try to get this up and running by tonight. Um, I think there's something in in the. Um, you know, like the more stuff that you put out, the more people listen because they they, they expect a new episode like every week, every two weeks. Yeah. Um, so I think this year, like that's the goal for me personally that I I want to just you know because this is easy. What what do we just do? Just talk for an hour.
0: Yeah, we should be able to turn at least two. It two doesn't. Yeah,
1: there's no reason not to. Um, but you know, cool, guys. All right. have an awesome Sunday. Later, guys. Peace.
0: Peace. Later.